Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Hecka Becca Show. I'm your host, Becca, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the AmeriCorps uniform and some of the things that they give you when you're in the program, as well as some tips on packing, what to pack, what not to pack, and all of that. So thank you so much for joining me today, and let's go ahead and dive right into it. One of the pieces of uniform that you are given when you join the program is called an Ameritux. That's another one of those funky words, but your Ameritux is a pair of black cargo pants and a white polo shirt. And this is worn when you are giving presentations or meeting a sponsor for the first time. Um, You wear it at graduation. It could also be worn um, for special events when you meet political people if that's something that happens to you. Um, It just really depends. But your Maritux is basically a special uniform. You really only wear it a handful of times throughout the whole program. So try to keep it clean, but also you don't wear it too, too much. So it's okay. Team leaders for their Ameritux, they are given a green polo. Um, From my understanding, they are given an option of a long sleeve or a short sleeve. I've seen some team leaders in both, so they're kind of given the option. Uh, My team leader, she personally wore a long sleeve, but a lot of other team leaders wore short sleeve. For core members, they're only given a short sleeve. So luckily, we were allowed to wear black undersleeves or black long sleeves underneath um, because when we were first joining the program and we were going through induction, which is basically like, you're now in the program, congratulations, yay, um, like a pre-program graduation, I guess you can say. <laughs> basically, you're just now officially in the program. Um when we were doing that, it was really, really super cold outside and they had us wait outside for a little bit. So we were like, can we please wear black long sleeves underneath? And they said, yes. So that's just one of those little things that happen, I guess, um, in different areas or different regions that you're in. Maybe it's warmer where you are. So go ahead and stick with the short sleeve. Um, but if you think you're going to be cold, try to get a long sleeve or ask if you can put a long black sleeve underneath your Maritux. The regular uniform consists of two pants and two shorts, and then you're given four shirts. So you're given two short sleeve shirts and two long sleeve shirts. And these uniform pieces are supposed to last you the entire program. Now, if something gets ripped or very severely damaged while you are on the job, they'll replace it not a big deal. There's been several times where people have ripped pants or ripped shirts just based off the job and the work that we are doing. Um, So those items can be replaced, but you will most likely wear every single item. It just depends on where you are going to be located. So in Houston, for example, because I I told myself I was never going to wear those shorts because they look like almost like I was a safari or like a zoo person (laughs) when I was wearing the shorts. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm never wearing those shorts. I was dead wrong. When I was in Houston, it was so humid and crazy hot that I was like, nope, I need to wear these shorts because (laughs) I can't take it anymore. So I definitely wore the shorts a little bit. Um, Long sleeve, short sleeves, you wear those as well. Um, You aren't really given that many pieces of uniforms. So that's kind of a downfall 
um, that you really have to stay on top of your laundry um, or be okay with wearing some pieces twice in a row. So for example, if you were doing work one day and you didn't really get that sweaty, you, you know, you're, you're okay to wear it again, just wear it again. It's really not that serious. You don't have the money or the time to have to keep doing laundry over and over again for pieces that aren't super, super dirty or super, super smelly. You are given a pair of steel toe work boots and these will be your boots that last you throughout the year. It's kind of rewarding at the end to see your boots just super messy and torn up from the floor up. Like just something about it is just really, you feel a lot of pride when you look at your boots and you're like, wow, these boots have been through everything with me. Um, it's just really cool to see. You can replace your boots. So some people there's ripped in certain parts or the steel toe part was um, exposed, that kind of thing. So they will give you new boots, but it's very, very slim chance and you have to have something severely wrong with the boot in order for them to replace it just because it is so expensive to have uh, steel toe boots. So um, that's one piece of the uniform that I really love. Um, you will have to bring your own socks and you can only wear white or black socks. Um, and you know, some, some people are like, no, don't show your socks at all. Other people are like, it's okay if it's seen a little bit. Um, it really just depends on your team leader, what they require. We were allowed to show our socks a little bit, but they again have to be white or black or a gray sock too. Gray is fine. You are also given a belt. Um, this belt is goes with every pant of the uniform, um, and you have to wear it at all times. Even if your pants fit you perfectly, still wear the belt. You have to tuck in your shirts, so your belt will always be showing. That's just part of the uniform and one of the requirements. Core members are given gray t-shirts. Um, which kind of sucks during the summer when you're sweating and all your sweat is showing through your shirt. It's kind of yucky, but you get used to it. Everybody's sweating. It's not a big deal. Um, and then the team leaders are given green shirts. So that's the differences. Um, you're also given pullover hoodies. So the um, team leaders are given a green hoodie and then core members are given a gray hoodie. Um, you're also given a fleece. They're the same color for both team leaders and core members, um, as well as winter gloves, work gloves, uh, beanie, baseball hat, bandana, safety glasses, ear protection, hard hats. They try to really hook you up with all the personal protective equipment that you need, aka PPE. Um, so they, they really do a good job at it. One of the uh, uniform pieces that you are given is a Carhartt sweatshirt. Now this really depends, I guess, on where you're, where you're located. Not everybody in the program gets a Carhartt sweatshirt. Where we were located, um, we were going to places that were going to be super cold, so that's why they gave us a Carhartt. However, we were not given rain gear, so that's the only downside I'd say about the uniforms is you are not given rain gear. So I highly, highly, highly recommend packing or going to a thrift store buying a rain jacket because you are not given anything that will protect you from the rain. Well, you're given like a poncho, but those things, they don't last very long. So definitely invest in a raincoat. Just some quick notes about the uniform itself. 
um, and some of the requirements they have, you are not allowed to wear facial jewelry. So the only thing that you can have is a nose stud. Now that means no hoops in the nose, um, no eyebrow piercings, no lip piercings, um, nothing like that. So just a little stud in the nose is all that they um, will allow you to have as far as facial piercings. And then when you're in uniform, the earring size, um, you're allowed to have dime size earrings. So it cannot be bigger than a dime. If you have dangly earrings, they have to still stay within that dime requirement. Um, that's just part of the uniform. And then no super long necklaces as well while in uniform. That's just kind of a safety thing. If you're leaning over and your necklace is dangling, it can get caught in something and it's just not good. So honestly, try to leave the jewelry at home. Don't worry about wearing jewelry while you are um, out doing work. You can bring some jewelry with you for like times that you go out and about um, in your own time, that kind of thing, but not when it's AmeriCorps related or work related or anything that you're going to have to wear a uniform. I would just recommend not even worrying about the, um, the jewelry because it's just, there's so many rules with it. Just don't even bother. And one thing to note about hair as well, um, it has to be natural colors. So there was a few people who had red hair, um, that they dyed red. That was like the most, um, different color I'd say I've seen. Um, it still looked natural, but you can tell that they were not born that shade of red. Um, but other than that, your hair has to be natural. You can't have like purple hair or green hair or whatever. Um, just one of the uniform requirements. Again, try not to fight it. Try not to tiptoe the line a little bit. Just go in with natural hair. Everybody's beautiful. You'll look fine, I promise. So when you go on spike, you are given a red bag. This is your only piece of suitcase or luggage, whatever, that you can take. It's a little bit bigger than a carry-on suitcase, um, but not much. So try to stay within like the mindset of, okay, I'm only going to be able to take a carry-on. What can I put in here? And you have to be able to fit all of your uniform items in that red bag, as well as your personal clothes. So you really got to be flexible and um, creative when it comes to packing and what you can take. It gets really challenging, I'd say, especially with round three, because round three is April to July. So that's usually when it gets hotter, but depending on where you are, it could be cold it just really depends. So you can be all over the place. Like for me, my round three, I started in Houston and then I ended in Colorado. Luckily the summer in Colorado was a little bit warm, but it was also a little bit cold, but Houston was really hot. So I didn't wear any of my jackets when I was in Houston, but I did bring a couple jackets so I can wear them in Colorado. I had to be super creative in how I was packing. <laughs> but luckily, um, the way that we decided as a team to pack our stuff was you can have your Carhartt outside of your red bag. And what we did is we were able to put jackets inside of the Carhartt and um, stuff them in as much as possible. You really just got to be creative. And then when it comes to your boots, we had the boots outside of the red bag as well. Um, we try to attach things to our red bag. So for example, 
uh, my towel. Instead of putting it inside, I rolled it up and I was able to buckle it onto the red bag itself. Um, again, you just become creative. You and your team will work together to try to fit everything into the van and into these red bags. It's honestly kind of fun. It's like a cool Tetrisy challenge when you're packing um, to go and deploy out on Spike. And because there's not a lot of room um, when you are traveling, honestly, when I went into the program, I always only travel with a carry-on suitcase. Um, so I will say, try not to bring a lot of things with you in the first place. Um, there's a lot of opportunity to thrift. I mean, use that opportunity. Bring, you know, a couple staple items, maybe like one really good pair of jeans, um, one dress, and um, one jacket with you. And then from there, just thrift. Have fun with it. Go, that's honestly what me and my team did. Um, a lot of people on the team were really good at thrifting, and so we would find different thrift stores in the areas and go, and okay, I'm going to grab a t-shirt, or, and I'm going to grab these shorts, and I'm going to grab this, and a lot of my wardrobe was switched out with clothes that I was thrifting. So that's really, it, it was a lot of fun. And honestly, when you're paying like, you know, $2 for a thrifted shirt, you don't feel bad giving it away at the end of the program either. So that's just one thing to note is a lot of things you can buy while you're in the program. You don't have to bring everything with you. Um, luckily, there you know, there's Walmarts everywhere. There's thrift stores everywhere. You just have to be creative in how you obtain your clothes and um, what you bring and all of that because the packing is very limited. So I would recommend really not bringing too much with you. Um, as far as packing as well, you are allowed to bring a personal bag with you. Um, this is basically a backpack. Um, you really can only fit like your overnight clothes in it and then usually your Ameritux because when you're traveling, you um, will wear your Ameritux when you go and meet your sponsor. So you have to fit like two, basically two um, outfits in it and um, all your cosmetics and that kind of thing that you're going to need because you can bring your personal bag with you. If it's if it's a two-day journey, you can bring your personal bag with you into the hotel room, um, but you don't bring your red bag. At least that's what our team did. Some other teams, I don't know what they did, but for the most part, your red bag stays very, very, very packed away, and your personal bag is the only thing that you are um, able to have access to, so you really have to be creative in how you pack that as well. I'm going to bring this up in the food episode too, but um, one thing to pack or to get when you are on campus is a container to put your lunch in. Um, again, I'm going to explain this a little bit more in the food episode, but just kind of so you know something to put your food in because you're going to be packing your lunch whether it's on campus or while you're out on spike you're going to be packing your lunch so kind of keep that in mind of okay how do I want that to look a lot of these uniform pieces that you are given you can keep at the end of the program so you can keep your um, hooded sweatshirt your fleece your shirts your pants I personally didn't um, keep any of it I just didn't have room in my luggage because I had so many other personal items that I wanted to bring home, um, so I didn't keep it, but 
you are allowed to keep some items. You are not allowed to keep the Carhartt, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and, but you know, for the most part, you can keep a lot of things that um, were personally worn by you and such. Um, but a lot of the the personal protective equipment, you are not allowed to take home. So like the, uh, the hard hat, you are not allowed to take. Um, but more of the like disposable stuff, I guess you could say, you can take with you when you go home. So if you want to do that, make sure you leave room in your luggage to have um, the ability to take that stuff home with you. Um, as far as the sweatshirt, so I went into it originally um, thinking, okay, I can just wear my AmeriCorps sweatshirt out while I'm, you know, doing whatever. I didn't really plan on going out to like bars or I, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, so I didn't really bring anything other than my raincoat as far as like an outerwear. So I literally wore my raincoat everywhere because <laughs> I didn't have any other jacket or cold weather gear to have, um, while I went out and about. So I would recommend bringing like a little sweater or um, getting a flannel and thrifting a flannel, thrifting a sweater, whatever with you, um, just so you can go out and about. Um, and yeah, it was, it was an interesting time. Um, also with packing as well. So uh, we were, we went to one round and then we were able to go home for Christmas break. So you are given one week off, um, and that's for Christmas, and then you come back. So when I did that, I repacked everything, and I said, okay, I needed a jacket, so I'm going to bring a jacket. I needed, um, and then also I was thinking of where we were going to be going. So we were supposed to be going to the middle of the woods, a campsite, literally living in tents for seven weeks. That ended up not happening, and I'll talk about that story a little bit later, but um, you know, so in my head, when I was home for Christmas, I had to think like, okay, what do I want to pack, um, you know, to survive in the middle of the woods? Well, I want a really warm sweatshirt and I want really warm pajamas. So I had a lot of this warm weather gear. Then literally the last round, we go to Houston, Texas, where it's so flipping hot. And it was just like, what the heck? Like, I did not prepare myself, so I definitely thrifted a lot of clothes when I was in Houston because I was just not prepared for the heat. I had a bunch of winter-type clothes, and it was just not the business, so I definitely learned my lesson. Um, if I were to go back and do it again, I would definitely just bring stuff like very, very minimal, and I would thrift a lot more. Yes, it could be expensive to thrift, but it honestly would have saved me a ton of room in my luggage and um, I wouldn't have to worry about anything and just mostly I would bring shoes like I would work I would focus more on bringing the right pairs of shoes um, rather than clothes. Speaking of which so my team we did a few hikes um, I didn't really have hiking shoes per se I had like some tennis shoes and then I had the steel toe boots they don't recommend that you wear the steel toe boots outside of uniform. So, um, try not to do that. Um, if you are a hiker, definitely bring some hiking shoes or, you know, go to a thrift store and thrift some shoes. Um, because my team did a lot of hikes and I was not footwear prepared for all these hikes that we were doing. <laughs> I will say that Crocs are your friends, um, because they work as good shower shoes and just, 
good shoes to have to wear around the house, um, that kind of thing. Uh, they were very versatile. So I ended up getting a pair of Crocs for Christmas and I brought them with me and was very, very happy that I brought them because, um, they just, they worked out really well. And so I brought my Crocs. I also brought, um, a pair of tennis shoes, like I said, just for like, like a workout tennis shoe type of thing. And then, um, I also brought my, like a casual shoe. So like a Vans or a Converse or, um, something along those lines, just more like a casual shoe, um, just to wear when you're out and about as well. But learn from my mistake, my casual shoe that I brought, um, after Christmas was my cowboy boots. And I mean, I love my boots. I wore them all the time. Um, you know, really not a problem, but they were super bulky and heavy and it was difficult to pack. So I had to wear them when we were traveling. Um, that was just kind of interesting. So if I were to go back in time, I would not bring my boots. I would bring a different casual shoe that I can wear, um, with more items and yeah. So learn from my mistake. (laughs) So when we got to campus, they still had full-blown COVID rules going. Um, Again, I will do another episode where I talk more about campus life and all that, but um, going to campus, knowing that we wouldn't really be able to go anywhere for at least, you know, two weeks, I had to bring a a towel. Um, I didn't have a pillow for the first like three days because I was like, oh, maybe I can go out and buy a pillow. Um, but I didn't have one. So I had to kind of just makeshift one with, um, that rain jacket that I had. (laughs) It was, it was a whole thing. So hopefully moving forward, they're going to be more, um, flexible and allow you to leave campus. Um, once you get there, instead of having the lockdown COVID rules, that kind of thing. Um, It's really hard to say, though, because it really depends on the government and CDC and all of that. They listen to them. So, um, you know, just try to be prepared for the first few days. Um, Have something with you, even if it's temporary, um, just so you're comfortable once you get to campus because you're not really going to be able to shop around too much. I feel like packing is honestly one of the hardest things with AmeriCorps, but it's also just really creative thinking. It's a lot involved in it, but it's not horrible. You can definitely do it. Um, again, I just really recommend less is more. You can always go out and find new things, buy new things, but, um, try not to bring too, too much with you. Just, um, you basically your bare necessities is really all you need, even water bottles. So I had brought a hydro flask with me when I joined the program and I ended up not using it because they gave us a water bottle. So that was kind of nice. Um, I ended up taking my hydro flask home with me for Christmas and then I had the water bottle while I was there for the rest of the year. So there's just very, these little items that you think you're going to need you end up not needing. There's things you might need um, that you didn't bring, so you need to go get them. Uh, it's it's You just really have to remain flexible and focus on things that you are absolutely going to have to have, and then other stuff, just kind of get it when you can. 
And that is all I have for this episode today. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you have any questions or want me to expand on something, please, please, please fill out the Google form, send me an email, let me know because I want to answer your questions and I want you um, to feel confident going into this program if you already signed up for it. You know, that's really the goal with um, having this podcast series on AmeriCorps is, you know, those who join the program, I want you guys to be prepared as much as possible. And if you're thinking about joining the program, you can mentally prepare as much as possible for what you might have to endure before you actually sign up. So thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I really appreciate y'all listening and following me along on this journey. And I will catch you all in my next episode. Take care.